Because when I'm saying no, really what I'm saying is yes to other things that are important to me. And that makes me feel good. That makes me feel confident and powerful and a very productive mom. Hey, mama friend, I'm Amy Cothran. I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past seven years, and I discovered that the best way to raise our future generation is by building up the moms who are home with them. Mama Mindset is a movement, a mission to build a community of stay-at-home moms who want to improve their lives. This podcast will provide inspirational stories from myself, everyday mom guests, and interviews with experts in various fields. The conversations are packed full of authenticity, vulnerability, raw honesty, and tough love. So let's journey through motherhood together with a mama mindset. Ladies, Mama Mindset is sponsored by Primally Pure. It is a skincare company that I believe very, very passionately in. I started using their products more than five years ago and haven't looked back. One of my favorite products that they offer is their natural deodorant. I guarantee you will not find a better natural deodorant anywhere else on the market. When I started on this journey as a stay-at-home mom, Seven years ago, I went on a long journey trying to find clean products for myself and my family. I wanted to clean up the environment that we were living in, and I stumbled across Primally Pure, um, recommended by a friend, actually, and I haven't looked back. Now, not only do I use a multitude of their products, but my mother uses them as well. So as a gift to you as being our sponsor, I want to make sure that you get 10% off your first purchase with them. So please use the discount code mama mindset at checkout. Again, that's primallypure.com discount code mama mindset for 10% off your first purchase. I guarantee you're going to love the deodorant. I guarantee you're going to love their products. So go check them out today. Hey, sweet mama. Welcome back to the Mama Mindset Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Amy Cothran. Thank you so much for joining me again today on this happy Monday. I love Mondays. I don't know if I've mentioned that to you or I've posted that on my Instagram, but I love Mondays. I used to hate Mondays with a passion. I would dread them. I would go the whole weekend dreading Monday that hadn't even started to occur yet. And now I love them. I absolutely love them. I love when Brad is home. Can't wait for him to get home. I absolutely love our family time, but I love Monday mornings when he goes to work. I get to start my weekly routine. I have my list of things that I want to do or like a mental list of things that I want to do, things I want to accomplish. It's the perfect day for a reset. I love them. I love Mondays and he does too. He loves getting, you know, having a great weekend and a a full weekend and then getting to go back to work to do the things that he loves to do. So that's one of the beautiful things about being a stay-at-home mom that I didn't necessarily anticipate happening was gaining back my Mondays and with homeschooling, especially, especially 
I don't dread Mondays. I love them. I love them. It's a fresh school week for us. We get to start new. We get to start again. Um, Mondays are a super productive day for us typically. And we just embrace it head on. We've had a couple of days off and we're ready. We're refreshed. We're, we're ready to go. I don't really know how else to explain it, but we've had time on the weekend to do the things that we need to do. And so when Monday comes, I just feel like we're more prepared and, and we're ready for it. Also, if we are a little bit tired, it's okay. If we had a really busy weekend, we can take a little bit of time Monday and ease back into the week and make Tuesday our, our super productive day. So I didn't really expect Mondays to be as beautiful as they are as a stay at home mom but I love them. And I hope that you get to a place that you love them as much as I do. And as much as I've talked to a lot of moms also and working moms, some working moms love Mondays because they are going back to something they love to do. They are going back to their careers, but specifically for stay at home moms, I just am so proud of the place that I got myself to to where I'm very confident being home without Brad being around. I don't need him to be there as the sole source of my happiness. So I hope that you get a chance to embrace a Monday for the beautiful thing that it is as a stay-at-home mom. And you, you have that shift. You have that shift in mindset. But today's podcast episode is not about Mondays and it's not about different days of the week. Although I probably could do an entire episode on that. Today's episode is, um, I am going to read a little bit again. I know last Mondays I read a a very vulnerable, um, a very vulnerable part of my journal and a a little bit of my writing. And I hope it impacted you. I hope it made you think. I hope it you you found some motivation behind it. And I hope it resonated with you because I know that I'm not the only mom that feels that way. I I feel like I could very confidently guarantee that every mom has been there at some point. So today I'm not going to cry. <laughs> so if you listen to last Monday's, I ugly cried because it was such a vulnerable writing. It was such a vulnerable time of my life. And I, I don't, I don't know how I would get through that without crying, but today's uh, is a little bit different. I'm going to not read a whole lot, but I just want to make sure that I get really concise with my thoughts on this because it's something that I hear about from mom's often. And it's this inability to say no. And maybe they don't even realize that that's what's going on. But then, you know, it's shared with me that I committed to this and I didn't really want to. I said yes to this and I didn't really want to. Um, and, And for moms, for some reason, we have this very strong inability to say no. Not all moms. Some moms are fantastic at at this. In fact, I was telling my husband about a friend that I have. She's a working mom and the decisions that she makes, whether she commits to something or doesn't commit to something, she is a hundred percent confident in. She says, no, she says, no, like I don't have space and time for that. It doesn't fit my life. If she says yes to something, I want to help you watch your kids for the day, or I want to do this with you. Then she's very confident in that. And she has zero regrets about it. So some women are great at this. Some moms are great at this. And so many of us aren't so many of us aren't. 
Saying no, learning how to say no for a lot of you is a learned trait. You have to learn how to do it and you you have to learn how to do it politely. And I'm not saying that you're rude, but there is a proper way. There is a way to politely say no to somebody who asks you for something or to do something or to commit to something. It's okay to say no. So here's a story. It may be familiar to you. A mom approaches you at school drop-off and you already know what she wants before she starts to speak. The kids brought home flyers yesterday showing the PTA was looking for new members to help with their big fundraiser coming up. You also got the email, the Facebook post, and the text from, we'll call her Susan in this example, which you completely ignored. Damn it. You think I should have replied to her. Hello, Amy. She says, did you get my text yesterday? You lie, of course. Oh gosh, you know what? (laughs) My phone was dead almost all day yesterday. I think I saw something last night come through, but I didn't read it. I didn't quite have time. Liar. Well, she says, as I'm sure you've heard, we're looking to add new members to the PTA this year, and we think you would be such a perfect fit. Now that you have a couple of kiddos in school, I'm sure you have some extra time on your hands. I've heard this story so many times. Plus, volunteer work always looks good on a resume when you decide to start working again. What? (laughs) You cringe. There's so much she said there that just isn't accurate. But you start to panic. You haven't really thought about your response. How do you say no? At this point, she's saying how you'd be such a great fit and all the other members would love to spend time with you. They're desperate for organized moms who want to be involved with the school and their kids. You start thinking, if I don't say yes, will it look like I'm a bad mom? Will it look like I don't care about the community or the school? The thought of joining makes you cringe. You know this isn't what you want to spend time on. You know you'll get roped into doing something and too much of something because you're the stay-at-home mom. Plus, you can't say no to anything ever. Why is that? Just say no, Amy, you tell yourself. Just say no. But you can feel it. The guilt, the panic, her eyes, they're looking at you. They're staring at you. She's judging you. You know it. You can't control it, but you can feel it coming. And there it is. In the next second, you feel your mouth moving and you hear the words come out. Sure, Susan, I can help the group. Great, she says. I'll text you. I'll text you our first meeting. Oh, and don't forget, each meeting we do a cookie swap. So don't forget to bring your dozen. So now... You're already committed to baking a dozen cookies at the next meeting. Another commitment that you don't want to fulfill. You turn and get in your car, immediately regretting everything that just happened. Why the hell can't you just say no? Let me tell you why. Okay. 
this is the meat. This is the nitty gritty. And this is what I want you to pull from it. But the story that I just told you is so common. I am sure this story is familiar if it's not the PTA. And this is nothing against PTA, by the way, or or whatever you want to call it. You can insert any other organization that people want moms to be a part of, especially stay-at-home moms, because I think we really truly get taken advantage of because people don't understand what we do every day. People don't understand that we truly, truly are very busy women, even though we're not working outside of the home, we are working for ourselves, for our home, and we have commitments that we still have to stick to. So let me tell you why Amy, we'll just use me for example, we'll just use my name and keep it easy. So I'm not pointing fingers at anybody else. And by the way, Susan is a beautiful name and I hope nobody takes offense to that. Um, but let me tell you why Amy can't say no. It's because she hasn't figured out what she truly wants and needs to say yes to instead. Okay. You have to say yes to something instead. The guilt of saying no becomes so powerful. It's impossible for her to actually say it. She can't say no. The things she wants to say yes to are actually her personal principles and values. Okay. So I'm going to read you another example, a beautiful example in a book that I can't take credit for. Um, the seven habits of highly effective people. It's on page 156. This book was written by Stephen Covey. If you haven't read it, I highly suggest you read it. There's so much you can pull from this at any point in time. This is one of those books that you could pick up and read at any moment and pull something from. But he goes on to say, and, and this is what he's talking about with what it takes to say no is the section. Some time ago, my wife was invited to serve as chairman of a committee in a community endeavor. She had a number of truly important things she was trying to work on, and she really didn't want to do it, but she felt pressured into it and finally agreed. Then she called one of her dear friends to ask if she would serve on her committee. Her friend listened for a long time and then said, Sandra, that sounds like a wonderful project, a really worthy undertaking. I appreciate so much you're inviting me to be a part of it. And I feel honored by it for a number of reasons. I won't be able to participate myself, but I want you to know how much I appreciate your invitation. Sandra was ready for anything but a pleasant no. She turned to me inside. I wish I'd said that. I know that each of you have committed to something that you wish you would have said no to. And that was a beautiful, eloquent way, a very polite way of saying no. And the reason why this woman was able to do this is because she understands her principles. She understands her values and she understands her mission. Something that we have not, and you have not, and so many women have not done is really focused on and taken the time to figure out what your mission is, what your principles are and what your values are, but definitely your mission. It, a mission is more than a goal. A goal is something small that you can almost check off a, a box. You could check off, but a mission is your life's work. What is your life's work? 
And if you take the time to figure out your mission and your principles and your values, then you know, if you are asked to do something, you know, if it does or does not align with your mission, it does or does not align with your principles or your values. And it's, it's easy to say no at that point, because it's an, it's an easy no. It's a hard pass. It says, nope. It, it doesn't align with what I'm trying to accomplish. It doesn't align with my mission. I'm not saying you shouldn't join a committee or participate in community projects, but in my example, Amy had ideas and goals for the new time she had while the other kids were at school. She didn't want to be part of that group because she didn't truly value their impact. She also didn't love the very click feeling the group presented and the gossip that happens amongst them. She knew in her gut, it didn't feel right, but didn't have the courage to respond with a polite no, because she didn't truly understand what she was wanting to say yes to instead. She didn't truly understand where her highest priorities were. And as a reminder, this is a completely fictional story. I'm using Amy as the name, as an example, but this didn't actually happen to me. Things like this in a sense have happened to me, um, but I was not officially asked to join the PTA or PTO or whatever the, the schools call it. This didn't actually happen. So don't think that our communities organization did this. Um, but I just know that this is a, a common example. So now Amy's saying yes to the committee, which means she's saying no to her other priorities, as well as her morals and values and her overall mission. She's compromising all of those things because she doesn't truly know what they are. They are not concrete enough in her mind. You can't say yes to something without saying no to something else. It's just not possible. Amy saying yes to the committee is a detour from her personal principles, values, and her mission. You have to get very very honest about your personal values, your principles, and your mission in life. Write it down, create a vision board, share it with your husband. Having a concrete specific set of principles allows you to prioritize what is most important right now. It helps you align these types of asks. It aligns them with what your core values are and what your mission is. If Amy would have been very, very clear with herself on her personal principles and mission, she would never have said yes. It would have been very easy to say no because she had so much unwavering passion for all the other things she was saying yes to already. So here is an example a personal example of something that happened a few years ago. And again, this is, this is not me bad mouthing anybody or bad mouthing any committee, but I was asked to join our local education foundation, which is a great organization. It's a great group. It's a, it's causes amazing and beautiful. And I completely believe in it. Um, and like I said, the, the 
group members, the um, board members are amazing and I love them so much. And I had a great time while I was on the board. However, I said, yes, when I feel like I should have said no, I was really excited. I thought that it aligned because it was something that had to deal with school. It had something, um, it, it had to do with things that I thought I believed in. And I, and I do, I do still believe in it, but there was something inside me. There was something in my gut that was telling me I wasn't at a place that I could take that on right now. And I had an issue with saying no, when it came to other projects within the board, uh, with, within the organization, but I didn't, I, I said, yes, I didn't tell them no. And it, it really wasn't a good time for me to just go all in. Um, and so the, the long and short of it is that I had to take a step back. I had to resign from my position in being on the board, instead of waiting my full five-year term, I needed to step down after two years because of family obligations and family commitments. And I had two kids that got really sick and, you know, it just wasn't a good time for us. And I knew in my gut, I knew in my gut that it was not a good time for me to try and take that on because with my children being so young and with my mission and my goals and my values and what I was trying to work towards at that time, I didn't have the capacity in my life to fairly take that on. And there was a lot of moments that I ended up resenting that position and resenting that time. And that's not fair. That's not fair to the foundation. That's not fair to the members. That's not fair to the community. And I worked really hard when I was on that board, but when I was home, I, I really complained a lot and, and that's not fair. So I should have listened. I should have listened to my gut. I should have listened to my instincts and what I needed to do, what I really needed to do more than just listen to my gut was I needed to get very serious about my mission. And I needed to take the time to write that down and talk about it with Brad and figure out where my core priorities were. And once I did that, I was still on the board. So then I actually had to step down because I realized like, these are not, this does not align with my priorities, but I didn't do that ahead of time. So that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to put that down on paper. I'm asking you to create a vision board, write a mission for yourself, talk about it and share it with your husband. So when these types of asks come up, you're more equipped and more prepared to say no, because you have an unwavering yes to all of these other commitments, to all of these other things. And I say commitments, not like commitments outside of your home. I'm saying commitments to your mission, commitments to what you're hoping to achieve in life. Not just tomorrow, not just a year from now. This is not five-year goals. This is your ultimate mission at the end of the day, at the end, when your life is done, that is your mission, your mission. It's your life's mission. So nowadays I know what my capacity is. I know if I say yes to something, I'm saying no to something else. I know that. So if I say yes to something, I really have to ask myself, what am I prepared to say no to? If I'm not prepared to say no to anything, if I'm not in a good place to do that, then I have to, then I have to say no to the ask that's right in front of me because I have to continue saying yes to all of these other priorities in my life. 
planning baby showers, parties, hosting a big family holiday, babysitting a family member or friend's child, more extracurricular activities for your kids, helping to plan and run a fundraiser. These are all items you can absolutely say no to. Absolutely say no to. You don't have to have anybody's permission, but if you need permission, I give you permission, but you don't need anybody's permission to say no to something, to protect your mission and to protect your core values and your priorities. Time and time again, I see moms compromise their principles and personal missions for others when it really doesn't align. And then they feel guilty or off balance. They start to lack confidence because they didn't do the thing that they needed to do, which was say no. So they stop believing in themselves and they think that they're weak. And worse, they end up resenting the person, the group, the task, or the project. I'm not saying to never help a friend. I'm not saying to always say no to others, but you have to recognize your capacity and how the yes aligns with your life. I had to, here's another personal example. I had to step, I had to step away from working for my mom. And that was because when I said yes, I was very confident that it aligned with my mission and my values. And I've been doing it for several years, but there's been a while it's been lingering on for a while that this wasn't aligning. And I had to get really honest with that. And I had to explain that this is not what I need right now. So I had to step away. I had to stop working for her because of that, because it no longer aligned with my personal principles and my mission. However, I've said yes to working on lifting the ridiculous restrictions at the library. I've taken that on myself. And I've invited other moms to join me and I've, I've opened up doors of communication with committee members. And, you, you know, it's, that is something that I'm very passionate about right now because it aligns very directly aligns with my mission and my values. And it's very much impacting my family. So I'm saying yes to that while saying no to certain things, like being able to go to the girls' gymnastics one night when we had, when I had to attend the meeting. Okay. And I was willing to do that. I was willing to say no to something that is very important to me in order to say yes to this, because it was more of a priority that aligned directly with my life's mission. Um, I've been asked to be part of several committees and I I've, I've learned over the years how to politely say no. And I have no regrets about that. I have no reservations about that. I have no weird feelings about saying no, because when I say no, I'm very confident in that decision. Very confident because when I'm saying no, really what I'm saying is yes to other things that are important to me. And that makes me feel good. That makes me feel confident and powerful and a very productive mom. It makes me feel like a good person because I'm not compromising anything within my heart, within myself. But what I tell people is if I, if I tell them, no, thank you, or however I want to eloquently put it about joining their committee or a fundraising project or something is that I, I volunteer to donate to that organization 
or, you know, if you need help on a Saturday, please reach out and let me know. And I'll see what I have available at that time. Um, it's not always no, no, thank you. I no longer want to speak to you and I don't want to support your organization. There's other ways to support organizations. There's other ways to support friends or support families. You know, maybe you are not at a place where you can plan an entire baby shower by yourself. So maybe it would be more appropriate for you to co-plan it or maybe at that point in your life, you genuinely have to say no especially if it's not a really close friend. You know, I know we get roped into doing those things a lot as stay-at-home moms because people feel like we have the time. So figure out how you can shift it. Figure out how you can politely say no in a really, really hard moment. People genuinely don't know your role as a stay-at-home mom. I just want you to remember this. They don't know your mission. Nobody knows your mission unless you communicate that with your spouse, but anybody else outside of your household doesn't know what your mission is. They don't know what your roles are. They don't know what your responsibilities are other than raising humans, but they don't see all of the other granular things that go into your life. It's up to you to get honest with that mission and your values and protect them. No one is going to do that for you. People will always ask you for something. Always. People always want to take from you. If it's not today, it's going to be tomorrow. If it's not tomorrow, it's the next day. And it's up to you to protect it all. It's only up to you, not up to anybody else. It's up to you to protect it all. So here's a great example. If somebody were to ask you for $10,000 and they weren't going to be able to return it, just to gift them $10,000, would you do it? Would you say yes? 10,000 bucks. Think about that. Your, your first thought is you're going to need to figure out if you have that money. Do I have $10,000? Okay. Maybe you do. Your second thought is, do I need that $10,000? Like I have $10,000, but do I need that? Am I saving that for something? Do I need that for my family? And then lastly, what are they going to use it for? $10,000 is a lot of money. So what are they going to use it for? Chances are good after you answer all three of those questions, you'd absolutely say no, just no. Like I can't just give you $10,000 of our money, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom and you guys live on one income. That's, that's just absolutely a no, but, and it's, it's because it doesn't align with your mission. It doesn't align with your principles. And I don't know why we give our time away just like we would be giving time is money and you don't give your, your money away. You wouldn't give $10,000 away just without asking for anything in return, without asking for that money to come back to you, just to give it away without thinking about it. It, It's just not going to happen. So why, why do we do that with our time? Why do we say yes to giving ourselves to all of these other people that want to take nothing, that want to take everything from us, that want to take that time from us? Time is money. Money is time. It's all relative. It's all the same. And if you're not going to give someone cash without answering all of those questions and making sure that um, it aligns with your values, then, then why would you say yes to all of those other commitments? So I just, as 
as mom to mom, stay-at-home mom to stay-at-home mom, even working moms, you don't have to say yes. You need to say no. It's up to you to protect those core principles, those values that you have. And if you're not sure what they are, you maybe have this vague idea of what you want it to look like. I really encourage you to write it down. You need to write it down. You need to talk about it and you need to discuss it with your spouse because that is what creates this unwavering ability to stick to those principles and to stick to that mission. So let me know if you have any questions on this. If you have a story you want to share with me when um, you, a time that you said no, please share it with me. I also want you to be prepared because I, I think that moms oftentimes get nervous about what people's responses are going to be. And trust me, a lot of times their responses are negative. They get frustrated, they get angry. And please remember that that response has absolutely nothing to do with you, your character, or who you are as a person. It has everything to do with that person that reacted that way, not you. Okay. If you need to say no to protect your mission and they get angry at you, it has nothing to do with you. That is them. That is 100% them. And I'll tell you a quick story. When I was a pretty new stay at home mom, I had a friend that asked me to watch her child because her daycare was going to be closed for a week. And I was struggling. I was struggling and nobody really knew that, but I did not feel like I could take on watching her child for an entire week straight. And so it wasn't a hard no. I didn't say no, not at all. I said yes to two days. I said, I can do two days, but I do need you to find somebody else for the other days. And she was angry, angry. She yelled at me. She was incredibly angry because, um, she didn't think I was being a good friend. She, she just thought that I needed to step up and help her. And because that was something that she would do for me. And I'm not denying that she wouldn't do that. Um, but I also know that she is a working mom. So there isn't really a way for her to do that. She didn't want to take off work and she wasn't sure what else she was going to do, but genuinely, and I mean this with the utmost respect, that's not my problem. That wasn't my problem. And this happened a long, long, long time ago. This was like seven years ago, six years ago, but it wasn't my problem. And I said yes to two days because that was what I could do. That was within my capacity to do at that time. And her anger, her lashing out and her frustrations had nothing to do with me genuinely because I was being a good friend. I was helping her out, but I just wasn't able to say yes to the entire situation because I, I was not emotionally and mentally capable of taking on a task like that at that time. And that's okay, but it made me feel like shit. And it took me a while to figure out that no, like it's okay. It's a really good thing that I stuck to my gums because if I didn't, I probably would have ended up resenting that entire situation. And I, I didn't, I looked forward to having her child come and stay with me for those two days because it gave Gracie a play date. It, it gave her something to do on those days. And we had a lot of fun, but two days was my capacity. And she was not able to understand that. And that is her, that was absolutely her problem. Her frustrations came from the fact that her daycare was closed and her family wasn't able to step up. 
She also didn't want to have to take off time from work, but none of those things were my issues. So be prepared for some backlash, depending on what the situation is. You have no reason to need to justify the decisions that you make. You do not have to explain yourself. You don't have to say, I don't have the mental capacity right now. This doesn't align with my mission. You know, you don't have to explain any of that. You just have to politely say no. Use the example from the book that I just read to you. I thought that was beautiful. Thank you so much for trusting me. If it's, if it's watching a child, for example, you know, thank you so much for trusting me to take care of your child. That really means a lot that you would look up to me and value our friendship and trust me as a mom enough to watch your child. But I'm not able to do that in its full capacity this week. I could take on two days. You know, those there's some very, very polite ways. There's some very adult grown-up ways to say no in a, in a genuine way without just a straight no, but you don't have to justify it. I hope this is making sense. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. You just politely say no. So if you found value in today's episode, please share it as always. That is my only ask for all of this free content that we put out there. I really truly believe that this can help another mama. One episode can change somebody's life. So please share it today. If you have any questions on the material I covered today, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. If you want more clarification, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. If you liked the episode, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love hearing from you guys. It really, really makes my day. So go forth into your week. I hope you all have a great week. Thank you for listening to today's episode and I look forward to talking to you all again soon. Hey mama, thank you for joining me in today's conversational journey on the mama mindset. If you found value in this episode, please be sure to share it with another mama friend. Another way for us to build this community and help me bring you free quality content is by leaving me a rating and review on iTunes. I bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I encourage you to join the Mama Mindset Facebook group, and I also bring you inspirational and educational content through Instagram as well. As always, please remember that I believe in you, I care about you, and I am so incredibly proud of you. Thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.